Good morning, world. Friends and family, it is a beautiful, slightly rainy Monday here in Florida. We are back. We're there's, back. There's no green screen telling us that we're back when we're really not back. No, we Although are here. your shirt was green, which caused some camera issues this morning until we realized that I, I love having the a green screen filters were still on. When you have a new church logo, then you get to wear the old church shirts, and it's kind of like cool to retro. have the, the retro throwback. I, I love it. It's one way to look at it, sure. We're here uh, live in Andrew's office, and, and sitting out of the frame is one of my new friends. I know he's, that guy. He's in youth ministry, and he is here to learn from you. And he also works for Andrew Larson, so please pray for him. <laughs> he's not learning nothing from that jerk. <laughs> Listen, we got a lot to talk about. Tim offended people in his sermon yesterday, and they stormed out of the service. We're talking about all of that. Yesterday was Sunday. And this. This, right here, this. Is the morning after. Welcome to the Morning After Ministry Show, a caffeine fueled look back on the week and ministry that was. <laughs> Apparently, I, I'm the jerk for not turning off the audio when it's clearly Tim's I, job. I didn't even think we were going to talk during the <laughs> intro. We never talked during but then the intro. They, but then they're picking it up and there's a weird echo. You still have to turn off the audio during the intro. It's like the, it's like you haven't done 113 of these shows, I'm looking Tim. at the viewfinder. Is there a filter on? I look tanner on, I don't know. There is no filter on. It's okay. just you're very tan. That's fine. You are very tan. Okay, you've already brought this up. I thought this was going to be later in the show. No, no, it's it's <laughs> happening right now. A family got up mid-sermon and and stormed out yesterday. I was going to say, would you, would you say they snuck out or they <laughs> emphatically stormed out? I mean, I didn't know why they left. I had an assumption but wasn't sure. But I will say that they messaged me after service, so they waited till both services were done, then messaged me and let me know why they left, and we were able to have a conversation, and I encouraged them. I was not white-shaming, and I said, please go back and listen to the entire sermon. They said they will do that. So I thought the dialogue there was good. D- did you know these people? Oh, very well. Oh, okay. Well, this is the prep that we've put into the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, guys. It's been a week. It it's- has like again, and we've said this time and time again. Like closing was hard. Like, like, hey guys, we're not gonna work. We're not gonna gather for worship. I mean, it was and, a, it was a couple of days of prayer, and yeah, then us saying, like, yeah, a, we, we a love couple, everyone. Too a much. couple of a couple of the first weeks of setting up to do online was hard, trying to figure everything out. But this whole coming back thing, this is different. Sam Redkin says, best sermon ever, Tim. I appreciate that. We'll see <laughs> that encouragement, Sam. <laughs> there was a lot of great feedback. I. Not from some people. Have you not been there? I don't know that I've ever had anyone like offended mid sermon and get up and walk out. That you know that's not true. Andrew, didn't true. we walk out mid sermon one time at a conference? Did we? I think we did. It was a the, very long, long time ago. I'm trying. We were we'll, so young. We'll have and, to young and impressionable. And I'm pretty sure to, we were just hungry. That's different. And if there's 10,000 people in a room, that doesn't count. The The time that I had someone up and leave was when I was talking about how Esther was not as That's pure right. as she was thought to be. That did happen and to you. I remember a, that now. And, and an older lady in that church was so mad at me that I would imply that Esther won a booty contest and not a beauty contest. And uh, <laughs> she was not. 
Jeff Kokenauer says, oh, my goodness, I didn't have time today, but now I am here for the drama. I love everything. My wife says our audio is a little bit out of sync. We're sorry. Is it really? I don't know. Andrew's been complaining about this with his live broadcast. We've had... We we learned anew this morning how to turn things on. It was very exciting. We're still getting used to we this. We had to turn on the cameras after everything else was turned on. We don't know. Ronald, we hope you make it home safely. He's driving through rural Mississippi. Rural Mississippi. Hope you're listening and not watching. Not to be confused with the rural juror. That was a 30 Rock episode. Dangerous. It's whatever I think of when I hear the word rural. <sighs> Look, while Tim's reading the comments, we should just introduce ourselves. I'm Andrew. This is Tim. Hello. And now we can take our names off the bottom of the screen, but we do this each and every Monday morning. We gather, we hang out, not just with each other and not just with Andrew's new youth pastor. We hang out with you every single week to talk all things ministry, to talk the week that was. The week and ministry that was. That's the tagline. That's the tagline. We came up with it a while. We should probably change things like come feed our narcissism, Something, (laughs) something more accurate than what we're really doing but we're Andrew. thrilled that you're here and watching and we would love it if you would uh follow the show on facebook stephanie says like your lips leave a are review. off and it's driving me crazy just close your eyes listen to our voices if we cover our mouths like this i yeah it don't. is very clearly but out of this sync. is a different sync than the other i don't know Jeff says, I'm preaching this Sunday for our graduate recognition, and part of the message will touch on the racial conversation going on in our society today. We'll see how it happens to go down on Sunday. Praying for you, Jeff. Um, As I looked out to my congregation and saw a sea of white faces and realized what I was saying, I knew in that moment that there there might be some who didn't agree with me. I'm okay with that. That's all right. I'm going to try to change our audio. What, uh, right while we're here. rolling? While we're rolling. This could be fun. Um, I've seen many phenomenal posts. Uh, Derry, I don't know if you're watching, but I saw what he and his family were up to this past weekend. I uh, saw that as well. It was a it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. We were, we've were we been in James for the past well, month, because this is week four of it. So we were in James 4, so what causes fights and arguments among you? And part of the issue is every fight you're in, you're in it. So part of Stephanie the issue says is that always you just you're not getting what you want. You fixed it. I I knew that I knew about what the audio lag was. Wow. And sometimes it's there with this switcher that we're using, and sometimes it's not. In case you ever have an audio lag when you're using yours, <laughs> Jerry, six hundred milliseconds. Jerry Varner, you had a phenomenal Facebook post this morning. I I had a comment queued up that said, "This is a very large." Uh, t-shirt, t-shirt, but there, we can make it work because it was that good. How how big of a t-shirt was it? I mean, probably a double, triple XL. Okay, with tiny with if, tiny if font. If someone has something like that and you like try to read their t-shirt, then it just look like, looks like you're staring. Put it on the back. Okay, that makes that's better. It's appropriate. That makes that makes a whole lot of sense. Wow, everyone is very thankful that you fixed the audio. It was really bugging them. Sorry, guys. Apparently, it was seamless. We're sorry. This free show that pays us zero dollars. I heard a rumor. You. That the audio transition there was seamless. It's just that good. So, Andrew, have you touched on some of the issues of our day so, in, in service? And what, what's, I don't know if it's funny or frustrating or what, but so last week we were in um, James chapter 3 hmm. because that comes before James chapter 4. Wow, you guys are going in order. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Yeah. And my brain just completely stopped working. So James 3, it was like controlling the tongue. And it was a whole lot of, look, what you say matters, what you post matters, 
the way that you communicate communicates the kingdom of God. You can build up or burn down the kingdom of God with what you say. And so there was some tied into it. And I did not feel good going into the sermon. I did not feel bad. I did not feel great coming out of the sermon. Sure. And then all week, <clears throat> not all week, but you know, nonstop, but, but, but more so for how a, great your for sermon a church was. as small as ours is. The the amount of feedback that I got on the timeliness and just how well the sermon was went over. I was like, wow, this is great. And so then yesterday was like a sermon. It's a text that I had preached before. A lot of the exegesis was done, so I kind of got to hone in on what the application would be to, you know, look, the things that we're fighting over, we've been fighting over them for forever. So what causes fights and argues? We need to humble ourselves before God, draw near to God before you go into an argument because those passages about humbling yourself and drawing near to God are in the context of this is how Christians should argue kind of thing. Indeed. And I thought, man, this is, if they liked last week, they're going to love this week. (laughs) Crickets. (laughs) Crickets. It's the best when you you think. When you what? think it's going to land and it just doesn't so quite get there. No, I wasn't expecting applause. Andrew <laughs> needs <laughs> approval. I, I, <laughs> just reminded me that I was talking about humbling myself, so there is that. I'm just saying, like this, the tone was similar. <clears throat> I will, the, I will go it, back and watch your service, and I will provide okay. honest feedback. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. But don't go back and watch mine. <laughs> I only want to see if you can actually see the people. Standing out with their, you know, st- storming out. That's what I would. That's what I would like to I think see. It was, I think the cameras were up high enough that people didn't see it. Short jokes, Tim. No, Listen, that hurts. I am a five foot six man. This is how God made Jerry me. Jerry says a lot of times when I feel like I fumble delivery, I get the most positive feedback. That, that was, seems to always. That was happen. exactly me last week. I was like, "This sucks," and then it was like, and "That was, was the best ever." Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I literally read four pages that I copied from the internet, and <laughs> that's not true. But like, in, but I've had that one as well. It's like, this is not my original thought. This is the premise of someone's book that's been out for 12 years and has sold four copies on Amazon during those 12 years, and that was great and brilliant. And then I think of something <clears throat> myself. Jeff says, I'm seeking to embrace a pastoral tone because I often come across as, I think you meant to put referee, Jeff. Or you coach. Put, you put coach. He could be a coach ref. He's a coach ref. He's a coach that knows the rules. Jeff, are you still refereeing? Well, no one's playing sports right now, Tim. Oh, ours are he, back. He could come to our ping pong league that we're starting. Youth sports are back in Florida, Andrew. They've... But we don't have a ref for our ping pong league. That's true. Jeff, are you in? So another new and exciting development mm-hmm. here at Safety Harbor Community Church is uh, we have another church moving in. At That's some right. point this week, they're bringing their gear and all that stuff. We've got a buddy who is in our network of pastors and their church is homeless right now because they meet in an elementary school and no one's allowed in the school at least till August, might be September Wow! at this point. And so he and I have kind of been in contact since the beginning of all this. Jerry's got a a new t-shirt idea. It's uh, this uh, (laughs) quote, Andrew Larson. With the church logo. I feel like that would be like so Andrew's got a new church moving in. So are you just going to encourage your people if, to kind of stick around if they didn't really feel the vibe in your yeah. service? Just, hey, we've got a, if we've got a better church happening right after this. Just go ahead and stick around. If you didn't like this sermon. You're going to love. Ken's here next. He's way better than me. And uh, Are they in the same space? Or you got no, them in a different so, part of the building? So we are not using our fellowship hall during this season because there's not a whole lot of uh, coffee and donuts time happening at church during a global pandemic. So... What we are doing is we are uh, kind of giving them the fellowship hall, so they're using the same kid space that we're using after the service, 
but we're hopefully going to be done at about 10.50 or 10.55, and they're moving in at 11.30 going forward. Stephanie says, Tim will be brutally honest with those he loves. Trust me, I know. And because of that, I will never, I will never speak publicly in front of him, ever. <laughs> That's not kind. I'm, I mean, honesty... You don't give your wife the microphone? No, honesty is a good policy. It's, you know, it's like step one of public speaking is learn to deal with feedback and listen to yourself and, and all that stuff. anytime Andrew tries to critique me on anything, I just say, would you like to talk about public speaking? And then he stops talking. And then I say, um, um, um. True. But again, it's way easier to preach something that I wrote and preached two weeks before, and then Absolutely. you can just. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's there's no doubt about it. Do you ever wonder how many people watch this and think that we hate each other? Well, we kind of do, but only because we love each other. Clayton Bowman says hi, you guys. If you guys don't know Clayton, you should. Every church needs a Clayton. So can we just go off topic here, Andrew? I mean, how many of you have that? Being key? that we have all these show notes today, that sure. key volunteer who has gone above and beyond, specifically during this season, Clayton has been that guy for us at Lakeview. We've we've got a Steve around here. You've got a Steve. I've got a Clayton. Who who is your guy or gal who is just killing it? You want to give them some love in the comments section? Of those things we where... will we will call out their name <laughs> on this show. Wow. I mean, that's that, that, high praise. Will mean absolutely nothing. Jeffrey to Singer says, "Hi, friends." People. Jeff Singer, how are you? Good morning, buddy. Kurt, I agree. Honesty is the best policy. But during, I, I think, with what you're saying about volunteers, yeah. I think we've all had like seasons where someone is the key volunteer, and for whatever reason it is, I feel like God kind of ushers in certain people that's to be point. that person for seasons, and some, you know, because of jobs or passions or whatever it may be. It, it's usually just a season. I've never had that one go-to person for a five-year. I've had different yeah, no, go-tos. What's great but about I, Clayton is he. This is his second this is, stint this as is my his go-to. Second stint as your as your number one. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's. I just think it's it's neat the way that God kind of orchestrates people's times and talents. Where when you need that person. Jonathan says, my wife, Penny, is that key volunteer right now. How many of your spouses have been that key volunteer? I've got a pastor buddy up the road whose spouse has done all their editing. Pastor Josh, his his Ooh. wife has been doing all of their editing for the entire COVID experience. Yikes. Jordan says, I, I just assume you guys do, in fact, hate each other. <laughs> when you spend a lot of time with someone, you either grow to love them or to hate them. Or to mock them endlessly, which is kind of what our relationship is. It's great. Jerry um, says, my Clayton Bowmans are as follows. Chase Van Sickle, Elena George, John Keene, to name a few. Jeffrey says, Tim's guns. Oh, stop it. It's a size medium. I couldn't find my large. Would you stop? It's a medium. It's a medium. It's a schmedium. I wear a large. It's tighter like than I would like. Tim Tebow in the uh, dry fit shirt. That like You do realize that you represent Adidas, and they can give you a bigger shirt if you want one. It's like, no, no, I'm good. It's cool. <laughs> oh, boy. I like my shirts a little bit baggier because, you know. What? I'm just shaped a little bit different. I, you know, in Lord of the Rings, the dwarfs it? are great warriors. Just because they're short and round doesn't mean that they're not useful. <laughs> sure, Aragon might be the figure that you see as, you know, the the hero. But what's his name? Gimli? Is that, yeah, Gimli, he... He does just fine, okay? I agree. You you might not want a calendar spread of him, but he's just as effective. That's People all. Still I'm... have calendar spreads? I don't know. 
I don't. I have. I have no idea. Speaking of calendar spreads, should we talk about that promo at that chicken restaurant that I sent you a couple months ago? Okay, didn't know where that was going. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's appropriate for the show, but it's still one of my favorite things that happened during the coronavirus. Why? Because it's just I, absolutely hilarious to me still. And my wife is going to be texting me any minute now. That that exists still it's, in 2020. Like those types of things still exist. That that I heard it on the radio and called you, and you said this can't be real. And it was. I had my wife standing over my shoulder. Yes, as you should have. That's another conversation for another day, but let me just say. It was real. I laughed until there were tears. Dylan will tell you when we're not recording. and Stephanie says, no, Andrew, not appropriate. Posting to the DYM Podcast Network, of which we are a proud part, and we would like to stay a proud part. So we'll tell that story later. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So back to our friends moving in. Uh, the the plan is that they're going to be here for the summer, and the way that we're spinning it is that this is very much a house guest situation. And you're raking them over the coals and getting no. all sorts of money from them. No, we are charging them about 40% of what they were paying at the public school. So, Which is 100% more than you guys which were is making. Exactly. It's 100% great. more than we were making, so it's a little bit of a summertime bump for us when, as you know, summertimes are when you need a little bit of a bump. And they get to save some money because they were spending a whole lot of money in rent in the public school system. But we're, we're telling our people that this is a house guest situation, not a roommate situation. So it's not a – I don't think your people would care either way. Yeah. I, yeah. If we were – I know if your, we were forever, If we were forever giving up the fellowship hall and saying, you know, hey, okay. this, yeah. this is theirs now, and the kids' rooms are a shared space. But to say, you know, hey, for eight or for ten weeks – this is what we're going to do because this is the kingdom mindset thing. Our elders were really cool because our church, we met in a library for so Carol, years. are you saying that Andrew is my dwarfish friend? Yes. That's exactly. I'm fine with that. You can call me Gimli. That's great. I need an axe. Axe would be good for you. Probably would not be good for my arthritic shoulders. Or your four sons. <laughs> no, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be bad. So yeah. they're going to be in for the summer, and then when their be... space reopens, that's kind of the plan. Yeah, and, and there's a possibility that they might get a permanent p- place of their own. And there's also the possibility we've said, of, you know, if if it gets to the point where you can't get back into where you need to be, but we need our space back, then they understand that, too. It's kind of, it, it is a house, it? It's a house guest. This is Airbnb not signing a lease. I like kind that. Of thing. Okay. So, but but they're we're good. excited. They're good no, people. They're, they're good. They're really good people. There's a whole lot of, you know, what we we know their pastor pretty well because he's in they, the same network. They that we love are. Jesus. They but, preach the gospel. But they. Uh, but there there's a lot of friendship overlaps. In fact, my oldest son Landon, his best friend from his previous school, his dad is on staff at this church, and so he's like super stoked. My son is to stay after church with me. To, you know, so I'm like, wait, so are you saying you're going to go to like your mom's Sunday school class that she teaches and then go to another Sunday school class right after? So, uh, maybe. That'd be He'd be down. I'm wrong with that. Yeah. Andrew, I had a moment. Counts for their for their numbers. Mid-second mid service yesterday, I don't typically preach two sermons back-to-back because it's been a while since because, we've had to do that live. Wait, so you guys went to two service back You guys went back to two services in September? Back September to two— or, we went back to two services last uh, September. Okay. We were two services all the way through. So you had six months of two services. Yep. And then we and had then the you last. you had essentially three months of record on Tuesday Right, which I could Thursday. just kind of take breaks yeah. if we needed to. So mid-sermon, mid I realized I was a bit parched. 
and people thought I was getting emotional because I, a tear started coming down. Like it was, it wasn't like a bit. It was like I was, I was because dying. you cry constantly. <clears throat> yes, continue. But it wasn't really that part of the sermon. So we're like, wow, he's getting emotional at a non-emotional part of his sermon. And I looked at my parents and I made eye contact. My mom and dad in the front row, like, you know what's happening here, and they're talking to each other. I didn't know like what else to do, so I kept head nodding to them. You can probably see this on camera. And eventually, my dad did get up, get me a cup of water, and it was very refreshing. <laughs> Like, I, did I just forget that sometimes when, we need to sip some water? When you're talking a whole lot, you need some water. Um, so the pa- we switched from the plexiglass crystal cathedral-looking pulpit yes. to a uh, bar top table. And so stool. do you have, a, like, a cup bottle of water well, sitting so, there? So last week— Logo facing the camera. I should have. I should have, but I did not this week. But last week I had coffee on the table with me, and it was great. But the problem is that I you really— You drank coffee during this? <laughs> I did, yeah. Just black coffee. Mid, mid-sermon when you're a little bit thirsty but also need a pep of energy, a little bit of black coffee. And <laughs> Carol says, I was like, get him some water. Okay, so, I, okay, so yeah. other people did realize that I wasn't just being emotional. I was struggling to speak because, well. Because you were quite literally struggling. Cotton mouthing. To speak. It was tough. It makes sense. Um, this next segment is brought to us by Evian. And so we want to thank Evian for your delicious uh, glacier water. Of all but, the water, Evian? That's, that's all right. That's my favorite. It's like the Evian or Fu- like if I want to spend okay. money on okay. like fancy water, yes. Evian or Fuji. Fuji. Yeah, Fuji, but. Fuji, bougie. Anyway, we want to thank. S- soda our, water. We want to thank our water sponsors. But soda also water. The rest of our sponsors as well because they make this show possible. They certainly do. Digital Youth Camp. Look, we get it. Camp isn't canceled, though. Church isn't going to camp. Camp is coming to the church. Digital Youth Camp is raw, relevant, and right where you are. Make this a summer of unity and serving your community together with DYC Digital Youth Camp. One church, one camp, one summer. I love it. I think that you've got a whole big opportunity for what you were spending on a rental van to transform how you do camp this summer. It's great. DYC. 2020 MAM, get $50 off your church's registration, and just be thrilled. It'll be exciting, I promise. That would be Fiji, not Fuji water. Fiji water? Fuji? I don't know the DYM University, hashtag train your team. Fuji. What's Fuji? Are are those those apples from Japan? Fuji apples, Fiji water. DYM University, (laughs) hashtag train your team. Maybe a geography lesson included in DYM University. Instant training for your... Leaders, get everybody speaking the same language, get everybody on the same page, pacify some parents that say, where are you getting these volunteers? Maybe you need some training. I do need some training. Or some black coffee. DYMU. Give Central. It's the easiest and fastest way to collect funds for your church, whether that's tithes and offerings, registrations and payments. Look, if you haven't learned in the past 12 weeks why you need online giving, Mm. I don't know what you've been doing, but go check out Give Central. And uh, they'll make your life way easier. We promise. Andrew, we are a proud, 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 proud part of the DYM podcast network. It's an ever-growing, ever-expanding network with some really good stuff on there. Um, you should immediately after this show go listen to the Youth Ministry Hacks episode that came out this past week. And it is way deeper and more powerful than anything that we have or will say today. 
William Hacks. I'll be listening to that today. I haven't heard it yet. Well, there you go. Mike Ryan says, I hate it when you get parched mouth while speaking. It is never a problem you want to call out and ask for. It's true. Like, you don't want to say anything. You're just hoping someone can read you in that moment. I, like, we've all been there, right? Yeah. It is a terrible feeling. On camera, I would just stop preaching and go get a sip of water, and then I would cut that part out. But when you're live, can't do Andrew, that anymore, Tim. You can't do that. You can't do it. How long? How long did you preach? Yesterday. Yeah. It was uh, the manuscript was twenty seven hundred words. I think I went twenty eight minutes. I was see we're we're trying to keep Maybe our less. services a little bit shorter because unlike Lakeview at, here here at Safety Harbor Community Church, we value our children and our young families. And uh, so I don't uh, understand why you would say that because we have our children's ministry meeting. During this time. We love our family so much, we are putting in an extra level of safety. And come the beginning of July, when all of our safety measures are in place, then they will be meeting because we love our young families. Well, we've spent the vast majority of our time not focusing on... uh, Our our kids are meeting. Their kids aren't. (laughs) So because our kids are meeting, we... We were trying to go for a shorter service because how do you socially distant children? Or how do you say, hey, preschoolers, there's a global pandemic. You need to stay away from each other. Yep. So what we did was we we had the kids in for the first couple songs. Then they all went back to the kids' ministry. So I was aiming for 22 minutes, and I hit 26. But still, so we were about right there together. 26 minutes. We'll take it. That's fine. You know. Stephanie says, I wasn't there. I'm sorry. Go get some kids' ministry volunteers, and then I can be there to give you water. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so the real reason is is uh, we, we need some more kidsmen volunteers yeah, to – We had one of our elders say – To I pull am, this thing off. I am there for, for the month of June. I can watch the service online when I get home. And for us, the, you know, yesterday, 20% of our congregation was under the age of 10 or was 10 and under. So we just kind of knew that we would have families that couldn't come or wouldn't come. If we reopened without opening back our children's ministry. Melissa Larson so. says she worked very hard to make sure they were properly oh. spaced out following safety procedures. Melissa, Melissa, Melissa. Well so done. here's the thing. We well have done. a part-time children's person and a part-time youth person here at this church. They've both been putting in way more hours than they're being paid for this past week. And Both of them are related to you. Dylan's not actually related to me. Eh. I mean, he's in this room, but he's not actually related to me. One of them is related to you. Yes, but only through marriage. Not biologically. True. Yes, you're yes you're adjacent to me. Um, Melissa and I are. Uh, we've discussed this because you and Seth started dating when you were twelve. But like n- next week is the uh, moment in my wife's life where she will have been romantically connected to me longer than she was alive before me. That's some serious Great. romance. It's very exciting. I'll have to do something obnoxious to celebrate. I feel like that's all you ever do, though. Sometimes I'll probably change the wallpaper on her phone, and it'll just be great. It's something very, very appropriate because That's you are I not do. a middle school boy. I am not a middle school boy. and You are a senior pastor, Andrew. I am. That's why I'm so mature. Love you, sweetheart. <laughs> but no, like my wife oh was here a lot of hours, um, and we pivoted the rooms that our kids are using so that they could uh, be spread out more. And then she's still sending out all the stuff that they're doing. So you and your wife were here together for a lot of hours, Um, pivoting rooms. We were here together some for hours, but then the kids would go to bed and she would be at church from 1030 till 1230 or things like that. She's still doing her her online teaching. She's teaching online as well, so (sighs) she doesn't sleep anymore. My wife is a vampire. It's cool. She used to go to bed early. She used to go – 
She fell asleep early last night, but again, she was at church late Saturday night to True. get ready for Sunday morning. True. It's, it's uh, my wife do. was moderating our social feeds. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have a moderator. If we not, do. you should. We had one of our elders who was uh, not able to be at church yet. Who is moderating? What, what are you calling them? An online service host? I think that's just, the, is that the proper m- title? Just moderator. Just that doesn't say hey, cool. moderate the comments. Are you or did you send them some prescripted things? I got your prescripted list too late in the week, but it was it was great. It's a beautiful thing. I think it's a good idea to have some prescripted things planned. Maybe I'll send them out this week. Clayton so. says he's going to pick up a mini fridge for the green room. Thank you, Clayton. We have a green room now. I've heard about that. Did I tell you this? You, you did tell me we this. We had a worship center kitchen that we have cleared out. And by uh, kitchen, you mean like there are kitchenette. Like three cabinets and a microwave. And a sink. I didn't realize there was a sink in there. There's upper and lower cabinets, sink. It's a kitchenette. It's a kitchenette. So we're, we're turning it into a green room. I know for many of you that means nothing, but for me it was kind of exciting to have a space to potentially go sit in between services because we no longer have offices. Because you don't have an office anymore because your office uh, got hauled off to another part of the state. Not yet. Week. So oh. it's still on our property, but it is wrapped up in a pretty bow, and it is waiting for the removal so, trucks to get there. So next Sunday when your people pull into the parking lot, it will be gone? Possibly. Lord willing, the creek don't rise? Depending on the weather, it, there is a chance that all modulars will be gone, and we will officially have put the view back in Lakeview. So do you do you miss it yet, even though it's not? No. At what point when you're trying to get work done and three of your five children are having meltdowns, will you say to yourself— Oh, I wish I had an office to go to. Oh, it happened last week. I okay. went to church. So we have we have a ton yeah. of space in the yeah. church. So we have the student center. We have our classrooms. We have our nursery space. So the student center is very comfy. It's spread out. It works well as an open office space. This week and next week, we're redesigning classroom one, which will be Lakeview HQ. And that'll be a shared office space where we'll be sharing um, that space during office hours. So we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna go with, for this. With the – at some point, maybe we can have pictures or something. I don't know. Yes. Um, but – Tim, are you going to try to get a little bit more desk space since you have more hours or more studying to do and you do some schoolwork in the office as well, late nights? Or did you just get rid of all your your books? No, I kept all my seminary books. But the other books that you had inherited from the previous pastor, did you get rid of all those? Yes. Okay. I had one pastor, Adam Powers, come and pick up everything he wanted, so he took about 25% of them. And then he was one rest. of Dylan's professors. Good man. Good man. Adam's a good a good friend of ours. Andrew, we're in a text thread with him, and we text yeah. weekly. We text. We were texting yesterday. Bradley says, hey, guys, my name's Brad. Hey, Brad. Hi, Brad. And I'm a bivocational minister of a small rural church, and I just want to let you guys know that I've been watching you guys since the beginning of the COVID crisis. We're nice. terribly sorry. I was wondering if you guys had any other, t- any other tips on how we should go about starting our youth group. Um, Andrew, we... Uh, kicked off our youth group last Wednesday. Thanks, Brad, for bringing this up. My oldest daughter went to youth group for the first time. It's because you're getting old. It's because I'm getting old, she's getting old, um, and our youth pastor did his absolute best to have a socially distant youth group, and he actually passed out gloves to everyone on their way in because we have a carpet ball table, a pool table. So everyone rocked gloves for carpet ball, foosball, and then I think they were given new gloves when it was time to eat their pizza. Nice. And then they they actually brought in um, I think they brought in a little band action. They had an extended worship set with our senior Juliet leading mm. the band. Uh, it was a really really cool fun worship slash game night. So 
I think one of the critical steps that Andrew Legg, our youth pastor, did leading up was uh, communicating to parents. Mm. I, I just I don't think that could be overlooked at all in this season. We had several parents, um, including my wife and I, were wondering, uh, what's is this going to be safe for our daughter to return to? And he had thought through a great list and communicated that out. And we had some parents ask a few questions. He responded back well, and people were pleased, satisfied, and we had a record-breaking night. See, we, we are— awesome. We are— a significantly smaller church than you guys are. Yeah. And so uh, Dylan's first youth group at the helm was last night, and we did not have 30 kids show up. I know, you know, you're shocked by that, but that would be an issue for us. Like, we don't have, like, we, we you can use the worship center or the fellowship hall or whatever if you have that many kids, Dylan, I promise. Sure. But kind of in the similar setting of a bivocational small church. And uh, so they did a kind of like a getting to know you kind of activity. Mm-hmm. So we started with a scavenger hunt. Oh, yes. We didn't, we didn't actually do that. Okay, so none of the stuff that he planned all week that was on his whiteboard yeah. did he actually do. I the lesson that was on my list. He did the lesson. He did the lesson. Um, so <laughs> I get, on, the, on the ride over, I came up with some like awkward icebreaker. So what you're saying is you spent all week here planning something out, and then you're like, yeah, nah, screw it. We're we going to do something else. I mean, I he Googled icebreaker questions on the way to the church. At a stoplight, though. At a stoplight. No, 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 no. I, I think especially in the smaller uh, in the smaller youth groups, the relationships are huge. Yes. And you can't you know, you, you can't duplicate what somebody else is gonna do by you know, if there's fifteen kids having a five piece band probably isn't gonna make a lot of sense. And if you don't have a dedicated youth space, like having the video game corner, that might not not work for you. But the benefit that you have in the smaller youth group is that you get to have deeper, more personal relationships, and that's what's going to build momentum to grow the youth group. From so there. specifically, so. he's wondering tips how they could go about restarting or just go about starting a youth group, period. Uh, we've had some friends who've who've been through this in, in our DYM world. So if you, if you guys are watching, listening right now, jump on. Uh, let's have this conversation with Bradley looking to start uh, his youth group and wonder I, what are some first steps. I think first, and again, it's weird because of the coronavirus, but food is always a good first step. Sorry, Dylan, I didn't give you food budget, but Ouch. food is. Shirley gave me a, bag, a big old bag of candy. Oh, you Shirley's did. the best. Yeah. And, I, and I made I made some Gatorade that I'm about eighty six percent positive wasn't expired. So. <laughs> um, food food is always a good way to start something. Relationships are kind of built around food. I think a lot of the times. Why are we going to? We haven't used it. All right. Why would we have a camera switcher and never switch cameras? Uh, that's a great question. We're back to the main. All right. I think I think okay, a Andrew, Bible study food around Bible food study is the best way to get started with a smaller group. Call me crazy. I mean, I'm just calling you 1997, but it's fine. I, I still think many of those principles still apply today. Jonathan says, we've been back with youth on Wednesday for two weeks now. We had three students each time, hoping this week is a little more feels like we are starting over now. So that's interesting. It, it does. In a lot of ways, people are restarting. So now is a good time to ask this question. How do we start? How do we restart? But I also think when you have three kids showing up, you get to kind of circle up with them. And be like, hey, you are the core. What do you want this to look like? What do you think this can look like sure. as we go f- go further? And so you empower the kids that you do have to reach the ones that you don't. David Wood is on. Um, David Wood Magic. I love that guy. I shared a Facebook post this week, and a childhood friend of mine was not happy with the post. And David Wood 
made a comment, my childhood friend commented back to David Wood, and then there was a, a lovely exchange back and forth. David Wood then Facebook messaged me and said, should I leave this or should I keep going? And I said, your call. I've got my popcorn out, though. <laughs> David Wood kept it going, and it was a beautiful thing. Facebook fighting is probably one of my favorite forms of fighting. It never, ever solves anything. David Wood is one of my favorite Air Force veterans turned magician youth pastors. He is the best. So He's the it, best. It makes sense. Tim, I don't know if you realize this, but... And no, we did not start on time today, but it is 11.55. That's fine. We just got into the topic of Facebook fighting. Okay. Is that not talk, relevant right now? We can talk more. Have you not shared a post that has gotten some traction in that, the old fighting? That was uh, essentially my sermon last week. It's not just about controlling your tongue. It's about controlling your thumbs. Ooh. That's my Jerry Varner Fire t-shirt thumbs. of the week. Fire thumbs. That'd be like the world's worst superpower. <laughs> yeah. Ah! <laughs> David says that is a very specific niche. <laughs> it is. It is a very specific niche, but so is this show. It really is. So is this show. If you're just jumping on, my name's Tim. This is Andrew. We do this every single week, and it's usually embarrassing. It's usually about this quality. <laughs> Why do you watch this? I don't know, but we are grateful that you do, and we hope that you will come back next Monday morning when we will have so much more insight and wisdom. Dana, thank you. To, I'm uh, glad you came to church yesterday. What happens when we reopen and regather and all that good stuff? Did you cry during the announcements? I didn't cry during the announcements. I cried during the worship. It was it was just so good to see. I did. People. Like I I don't know. Like I sat down in the back and I was I I don't typically get that emotional. I got to you know the first two songs. I got to sit with my kids. That's cool. Which are you know they're usually in our kidsmen, so that was exciting to to have our kids in there. And really, it's like we've been trying for months to figure out ways to incorporate all of the generations in our church and i mean i think our oldest member who was one of the first ones through the door yesterday is 94 95 that is so good and so um you know we're trying to and it's not just a three gen you know we have at least four different generations represented at any given time in our church and so we're trying to figure out how to get all of them in together mm. and who knew it would take a global pandemic to get our children into worship with us so it's a beautiful thing it's been good i'm excited to be back some of you are um, coming back this next week. We want to hear all about it. I can't wait to hear next about it. Next week's show, how did it go? What are some tips and tricks? Shoot us a DM if you want to know everything we did wrong. I did nothing wrong. And you I did never nothing have. wrong. I've never done anything wrong in my life. You just wait till I go back and listen to the sermon. Original sin does not apply to me. <laughs> go get your work done. Goodbye, go friends. Food. We love you. Thanks you for hanging. <laughs>